space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission, to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Welcome to another episode of The Cellcast, the animated series. Joining me today is a man who uh, has fun in the holodeck pretending to be Mark Twain. Welcome, Jacob. <laughs> Why, thank you. And let me use our co-host, a man who just needs a sniff. Welcome, Jer- <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> and I thought the pun I was going to do for you was bad. <laughs> So, this is Star Trek Lower Decks. Yes. Season four, episode four. Something borrowed, something green. green. Directed by Bob Suarez, written by Ben Waller. In this episode, Tendi is summoned back to Orion for a wedding. Yes. Guest cast includes Eric Bauza as Kokor, Vanessa Marshall as Deborah. Nolan North as mm-hmm. Bert Tendy, Carrie Walgreen as Lacar, Deborah Wilson as Zoto, and Ariel Winter as Da Erica Tendy. Da Erica. Da Erica. Okay. Trivia for this episode: The Orion ship attacked at, by the mystery ship had a similar design to the 22nd century Orion interceptor from Star Trek Enterprise. The plunder on the ship includes a classic original series phaser, TNG phasers, a Vulcan Lerpa, a liar, and a Vulcan liar, and a Klingon Batleth. The century-old TOS phaser was thrown into the trash barrel. Mariner references the Enterprise episode Bound when describing how a captain would get taken out by some Orion showgirls. The episode featured multiple examples of the Orion written language first introduced on Enterprise. Tindy's family is barely the fifth richest syndicate on Orion. Barely. Uh, Orion society has many gender reversals. In this one shown introduced here, uh, the bride is the one who carries the groom across the threshold or carries him as they swing through on a rope. Also, it's the husband who walked down the aisle instead of the bride. Yeah. Other such... Okay. So I, I need to do some explanation on Orions because we really have not gotten to see much Orions on here, despite the fact we've had two episodes involving Tendi and her backstory so far. The first Orion we actually got to see was in the cage. Okay. Now, this was not actually an Orion. Okay. At some point in that episode, uh, Pike, played by Jeffrey Hunter, mm-hmm. 
mentioned that uh, as uh, the captain's life was not necessarily the life he had to have led. He could have been a pirate businessman trading in uh, Orion slave girls. Yeah. And then later on in the episode, when he's stuck in the cage by the Talosians, and they are forcing him to, they're trying to placate him by allowing him to live out his fantasies. One of them, he is a pirate lord trading a Orion slave girl who is actually the other human that is trapped in there with him playing that part. Ah. But she has been on that planet far longer. I'm not going to get too far into it, but if you, you know how the original series, you know, it has the pictures of from previous episodes for its yeah. end credits. And the last one with the Desi Lu logo has the Orion slave girl on it. Really? That was this character. Oh, okay. Um, which is ironic. It was Desi Lu and part of that. The Lu part of Desi Lu is Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Orion's have for the most part not shown up in Star Trek a lot since mm-hmm. then. There's a couple episodes there in TOS, but we didn't get to see much. Uh, they never showed up in TNG or Deep Space Nine mm-hmm. or Voyager. Voyager makes more sense since it was stuck in another quadrant of the galaxy. Uh, if they were in TNG and Deep Space Nine, they were background characters. Mm-hmm. We never actually got to see any of their ships until Enterprise came out. And we actually got a couple of uh, episodes involving Orions. And in one of those is the one where we learned that the reason Orion slave girls are called such is not because the girls are the slaves. Yeah. They they are the slaveholders to the men. Mm -hmm. But they pretend when they're dealing with other cultures, especially those that are patriarchal, Mm -hmm. that the captain of the ship is a man while there's always a woman like very close who mm. might actually be the real captain of the mm. ship. And you'll remember that also happened in the, in the strange new worlds episode, those old scientists mm. where there was a, while, while the, uh, the Orion pirate was talking to Pike, there was always a young woman, a young Orion girl behind the Orion captain mm. looking at him as if she, if you didn't know what was happening, you probably wouldn't have thought too much about it. But I was watching that episode the whole time going, she's telling him what to say. And when they do the whole, you know, take the screen down and then scan the ship, that was probably giving the excuse for the actual captain, the young lady to tell the acting captain what to say. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's nice little bits of continuity yeah. that I didn't get to talk about when right. we did that other episode, but it is a whole Orion thing. But yeah, we, the reason not much is known about Orion's is because they just didn't show up in the show because of the possibly risque nature Fair. that we knew of Orion's from the show. Right. That's probably why they ne- did not show up again until Enterprise when things would have lessened to a point. And of course, you got to bring them. They were doing a whole thing where they were bringing back TO original series races that we really hadn't seen because we hadn't mm-hmm. seen uh, a lot of Tellarites and a lot of uh endorians since tos either except in background shots right and they were brought back in enterprise anyway the irony here is that tendy is the orion who's had the most screen time mm-hmm. and they we still because she's her backstory has never been the focus of an episode really until now <laughs> till this one we have known almost nothing and ironically Lower Decks has probably added more 
uh, explanation as to what goes on in our, in our, uh, with the Orions than the serious shows did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Yeah. Also, last bit of trivia. The ship, Tendi Hotwired, at the end of the episode was mm-hmm. a Raven-type class, the one used by Seven of Nine's parents in Star Trek Voyager when they really? uh, headed over there long before technically... Q-Who, which introduced the Borg, but it's they were they were searching for the Borg because of rumors. Mm. Um, before that, it's a lot of explanation. If we ever get a real Borg episode in Lower Decks, I'll go more into it. Or if okay. Seven of Nine shows up, mm-hmm. I'll go more into it then. But for now, just that's a nice little throwback to that old ship we only got to see in one episode. Okay. Anyway, what are your thoughts on this episode? This was interesting. They're going to be like, I don't have a lot of, um, because they're going to, I don't have, I'm not as fond with TOG as you are. TOG. With the original series. TOS. TOS is what I meant to say. TOS. You combined TOS and TNG. <laughs> I did. I did. You were saying the original generation. The original generation. Those old guys. <laughs> Those old guys. <laughs> well, I mean, going off how Lower Decks claims TOS stands for. Yeah. But um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting the little. Oh my gosh, uh, Tin Tindy, Tindy, yeah, Tindy. Oh well, my gosh, she you is... can't just call her Tindy in this episode. I know she is Devana, Devana Tindy. Yes. Okay, Devana Tindy is a bad, <laughs> a bad mother. Well, Ryan, <laughs> she is the mistress of the Winter Constellations. Yes, she is. Oh and my this gosh. episode, we found out what that meant. <laughs> she is also apparently the prime of her family, which means she's an assassin. And she's supposed to be the head assassin for the syndicate. But she ran off to Starfleet and forced her little sister to have to take over. Yes. Which I enjoy that part. That was so good. Because when you realize, oh, the sister kidnapped herself and she's kind of taking revenge on Tendi for what she did. And it's more like that, that you know, they they kind of come to a, a greater understanding, mm-hmm. and it's just it's great. And the the whole time, be like Mariners just getting a knife to the shoulder the entire time. I should have known that was the bright spot of this is that Mariner kept getting injured. <laughs> you know why Mariner kept getting injured, right? Why Boimler wasn't there? <laughs> that is true. Somebody had this. It's like oh man, not again. But I kept thinking, me like she's never gonna be able to use that shoulder ever again. She's gonna love that scar. Oh yeah, gonna love it. Absolutely love it. And, th- and then you have Boimler and uh oh crap, what's his name? Rutherford. Rutherford. Uh, them being roommates, and they get in a fight over who's gonna wire over, the plant or Bonsi. The Bonsi. Bon- oh, it's their bonsai tree. Yeah, but they called it Bonsi or something like yeah, that. Bonsi. And they have, and and they apparently are solving their conflicts by going to the holodeck, the holodeck <laughs> and both of them pretending to be Mark Twain in the south and being proper southern gentlemen and they think this is a good idea to settle intergalactic <laughs> issues <a few laughs> issues because they convince first off they convince captain freeman to go along with playing a white southern gentleman <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> and then they dress up the alien god that and at one point, Rutherford says, "No, no, you gotta do a southern voice." That's what I. I, I was. I was. I am 
uh, from South Rosota. That was a Southern accent. It's <laughs> like you know what? That is stupid, but it's, it's so funny. Good. It's so funny, and the, the, and the way they actually resolve that is like. What do you mean your your bonsai plant? What is this bonsai? I wish to see it. And he shows them and says, Ah, I like this. He <laughs> takes no, no, no. bonsai. It's like, okay, now we're no longer allowed to be uh, uh the captain will not, not allow us to, to do uh pl- pl- play Mark Twain on the holodeck. Like, we'll have to do something else. And they go to be Liberace. <laughs> and neither one knows how to play the piano. Wow. It's a lot harder than I thought. Yes, it's the piano. <laughs> Just because there's 55 keys doesn't mean you know what order to play them in. But this episode was great. It was like, there again, the A plot was great. And then you get the B plot of the, the boys just trying to get along and their 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 stupid hijinks of be like, oh, this is how we get along. Hey, this will work in other situations. <laughs> but Tindy doesn't work that way, buddy. No, but buddies. But honestly, that could have been in any episode because it has nothing to do with the whole no, it trip to Orion. They no. just need something for Rutherford and Boimler to do. <laughs> and though you get, and then you get to uh, you know, you're watching the other one and uh, uh, the other story there on Orion, and and it's it's not just Mariner and Devana. It's also Talyn. Yeah, Talyn. That's right. Who is writing a report Lord, on oh Orion? <laughs> and finally, this is: Will you quit writing that report? Huh? There's something wrong with my tablet. <laughs> Why'd you throw that away? Because you asked me not to, and you are my friend. And be like, if, if, I don't think Tendy, knowing Tendy, actually wanted you to throw that away. She just kind of was embarrassed, yeah, exactly. by everything because she doesn't want to be. She's never wanted to be thought of as a stereotypical Lord, Orion. Ryan pirate and yet she comes from a family of orion pirates the fifth the bar- barely the fifth richest syndicate on the planet and she's a bad a about it and she just wants to be a dorky little nerd <laughs> which i which i love, love. <laughs> oh my gosh this so my fa- it was one of my favorite characters yes like, granted i like like most of the characters on this show right. at this point but tendy has been so adorable right agreed. since her first episode agreed and i love how this explains why she doesn't draw drive men crazy because yeah. oh, she and- doesn't have the pheromone that makes but- sense it's <laughs> like because I've been wondering about this the whole time because I've seen the episode of Enterprise where they explained how yeah. the Orion women have this pheromone that drive men, not just Orion men, all men yeah. crazy yeah. and make them want to fall in love with her. And that means she has not done any, she's not affected Boimler or Rutherford at all this way. Granted, her and Rutherford are friends and more than likely they are, mm-hmm. they, ha- they will have a deeper relationship later on. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a natural progression. It's not been a, mm, I'm seducing you with my poison ivy pheromones. <laughs> it's not been like that. No. She's just been, a, a, it's her own adorableness has allowed her to get this relationship with yeah. Rutherford. And they're all, of course, all five of them are now are good friends. Yeah. But uh, there was, this this episode was just so much fun Agreed. because it it's was. like what because every every five seconds like what's this the most non what's something you would expect to happen in a Klingon world that wouldn't happen because Klingons are honorable and that's what happens on Orion. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. I, lo- I loved when the first knife goes into Mariner. Oh, gosh. And she pulls it out and the, uh, grab the, the bar. Yeah. And, and the lady comes by with a with the jar full of knives and she drops it in there with the rest of them because that's just that's, that's the thing that happens that they have a way to deal with spent knives. Yeah. So that there's no <laughs> blood issues, blood diseases happening. Wow. Y'all really thought this through. Yeah. It's like, it's like picking up glasses, uh, broken glasses in a Klingon bar. <laughs> Picking up the, the dead gah. Because you can only eat gah when it's live. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're I, good. I, I played Star Trek jokes and you, that you don't get. I don't get it, but okay. It's fine. I need to show That's you fine. a scene. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Anyways. I've, I enjoyed this, was this like episode. This such a good episode. Yes. It was so much fun. This, this, this was better than the last episode. And I do like that we did actually get... Not only a continuation of yes. the uh, probe the probe story, but it actually affected the main story of the yeah. episode. So we are slowly getting to where that's going to be a major thing, even though that's probably not going to be until the final episode of the season. Probably. But yeah, if it's a stupid whale probe again, it might be mad. I don't think it's a whale probe because this one. I mean. First, it was in Klingon space, and then it was in Romulan space, and now it's in Orion space, which technically is Federation space, but mm. also technically not. One of those weird yeah. things. Great. So, and they haven't actually attacked a Federation ship yet. They've only attacked an Orion ship. So, yeah. That, that would technically also be considered Federation protectorate because of the weight where Orion is. Anyway. Uh, you got anything else for this? No, I'd be like, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Mm-hmm. I am too, which we don't have a name for yet. No, unfortunately, but join us next week and we'll talk about that. Uh, in the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame. You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. His Facebook page, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day. His Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. His Twitter at Jacob Heron. And his letterbox to Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page Drew's photo bin to see his photography. His letterbox page at G George759. His Twitter at G George759. And Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at the Cellcast Podcast. On Twitch at the Cellcast Gaming. On YouTube at Cellcast on Twitter at cast underscore cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. The Cellcast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell with a single L.